Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. For everything for everything indie, for everything cults, it's the Blue Horseshoe now. Here's your host, George Bremer and Ryan Hickey. And welcome back into the Blue Horseshoe Colts fans. We now turn our attention towards the draft and we kind of start our first deep dive of the early draft season. So we welcome in Kevin Brockway. does a great job coming to Florida Gators for the Gainesville Sun and the Gannett Florida Network. He is someone who's seen every snap of Anthony Richardson so far. This is one of the most intriguing draft prospects uh, that we have. So Kevin, appreciate you coming on the Blue Horseshoe Pod. Let's just start with Anthony Richardson right away. He is kind of the biggest wild card in this draft. Is he someone you think that made the right decision in coming out a year early, or would he have benefited from maybe staying one more year at Florida? I personally think he could have benefited from staying another year, but there were obviously a lot of factors in play. Uh, I think certainly he wants to take care of his family, and uh, I, I think he showed growth and progression throughout the year, but another year probably could have helped him. So, Kevin, the reason why he left right is part because everyone's raving about his traits. And you watch – it's very easy to see. If you watch any Anthony Richards highlights, the ball jumps out of his arm. It, it's incredible. It's, it's a lot of fun to watch. What is seeing every snap of Anthony Richardson at Florida? What do you think is his biggest strength coming into the NFL? Yeah, he the velocity on his throws, his athletic ability, obviously his ability to get outside the pocket and make big plays with his legs uh, is something that uh, certainly is valuable. Um, and, uh, you know, I, I just think his overall, you know, he, he throws a very pretty deep ball, um, which, which I think is important. I, I think he matured and grew to grew a little bit as a leader during the course of the season too, even though maybe the record didn't, you know, entirely reflect that. But I think there were a lot of questions going into the season about his off field maturity and those were answered he, and his durability too. That was another issue. Uh, but he made it through a, 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 a you know, a 12 start season healthy, um, so I think some of those questions were answered in his first full year as a starter at Florida. You look at the, the Gator season overall went, Kevin, right? Like I said, they had that great win week one against against Utah. They jump into the top 10, and it's kind of up and down from there. They finish with a 6-6 six and six record. Obviously, right, the, the quarterback is now responsible for everything that goes on a season. But as you kind of know now, with the way we kind of look at football, a lot of attention, a lot of really – 
emphasis on wins and losses is put on the quarterback. The Gators finished six and six. How much of that do you think is on Richardson? And is that something where, you know, if he was a little bit more consistent, maybe this record should have been a little bit better than it actually was? Like, how much of the six and six record would you say you put on Richardson's shoulders? Uh, squarely if you will i mean i would say about 40 to 50 percent but you have to remember this was a historically bad florida defense so a lot of in a lot of games he was playing uphill um really if you looked at it i mean you know florida's defense uh, uh gave up 40 or more to four different teams this season um so it wasn't like he wasn't putting points on the board i think the bigger issues for florida when you look at the record uh was was defensively and also didn't have really the greatest cast of receivers too and and health health of the receivers you know Justin Shorter, you know, Penn State transfer, kind of had his moments, but he missed three of the last four games with a hamstring issue. Uh, Ricky Pearsall was probably his best receiver, but he was more of a slot guy. He wasn't really a, a, a dynamic guy. Uh, and he had to rely on a lot of young receivers that he had to kind of get to know during the course of the season. So I think that uh, in turn also uh, was was part of an issue to Florida's 6-6 uh, six and six record this season. And you look at Florida, too, the way the offense was, was run there, Kevin. As you know, right, the NFL is really starting to mirror more towards college offenses now and really starting to kind of how college quarterbacks run their offense. It's starting to kind of permeate more into the NFL. When you look at Billy Napier in his first year in Gainesville, can that offense be replicated? Like if, let's just say the Colts were to draft Anthony Richardson. Could they kind of take what they did at Florida and transfer that to the NFL, or do think it's going to be kind of two different systems of what he did in college versus what he'll be asked to run in the, in the pros? Well, you know, he did a lot of shotgun. They did a lot of pistol formation, and they did a lot of read option, uh, which which I think plays well in the NFL as well. And with his athletic ability uh, and his strengths uh, uh, in terms of uh, you know being a runner and handing off uh, to different people, so I think it could work well with Anthony. You know, I just think the key for him um, and one of his weaknesses that uh, he got a little better at throughout the season is just just the accuracy and the touch on his throws. I think those are. Those are two areas where, where he really needs to get better. You mentioned that like some of the flaws, right? And like the accuracy, is that the is that the biggest flaw, I think, or that's the biggest thing you'll have to work on coming out of Florida? Yeah, accuracy and seeing the field a little bit. I think those are two areas where he showed some growth. And like I said, he throws a fastball. So um, even with the short and intermediate passes, uh, really uh, is 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 something that uh, he needs he needs to do. And and you know, he did show I think maturity is a, a you know leader off the field, but I think one big issue was, and uh, it kind of showed in the Kentucky game where he really struggled. He was fourteen of thirty-five through you know that really loud pick six that really cost him that game. And um, Keon Zipper, the tight end, talked about having to reach him, having to get him back into the game. So he's a kid that mentally sometimes his confidence gets shaken easily, and uh, I think you want you know. The SEC is cutthroat, but the NFL is even more cutthroat. And you want that right. guy between the lines uh, that's going to have the confidence, that's going to be able to shake off mistakes. And that's an area where I wonder uh, with Anthony long-term if he's going to be able to develop that thick skin and mental toughness uh, to be successful in the NFL because that's tremendously important, as you know. You mentioned earlier, Kevin, about you know his maturity and how he did kind of – you know get more mature as season went on. Is that an area you think he could improve? Because it's really tough. Like, you know, you look at any NFL quarterback, they're under a microscope 24-7, so you're right. The one bad throw for Anthony Richardson, you know people are going to be questioning having and, you know, throwing some negative comments out there. Is he a guy you think that could develop, you know, that mental toughness to where that, you know, the negativity won't affect him uh, in the pros? Yeah, I mean, I think that's the big question mark uh, going into it. Um, I think he did show better maturity in that area the course of the season. He was very good with us, with the press. Uh, he was accountable. 
uh, a lot of the times. Um, but almost to a fault in terms of, you know, revealing too much. Like he talked one game about, you know, losing his confidence against Kentucky, which is something that uh, I don't think you ever want to hear from a starting quarterback, even if they're thinking about it. So I, I think that's kind of interesting when you look at uh, his uh, ability. Um, you know, he's got all the physical gifts. Um, I think it's just going to be a matter of, you know, what's inside. And there were some questions about how willing of a runner he was too during the course of the season as well. I think he did get banged up a little bit in that Kentucky game early in the season. And I think he was under orders too, given the backup quarterback situation, uh, maybe to not take as many chances. Um, but the flip side is he made through a, a 12 you know, game season healthy. So I think there's got to be a balance of that, of, of letting him run and use his athletic gifts versus, you know, preservation. Uh, because, you know, the NFL, you get whacked by those linebackers uh, and uh, even some of those defensive backs, um, you know, your, your body can only take so much, right? Right. Oh, absolutely. You know, for a big guy in Anthony Richardson, 6'4", 231. I mean, as Colts fans, right, we know firsthand with Andrew Luckett and kind of how many, you know, hits do take their toll for sure. How big of a, a part of his game is the run game there, Kevin? Like, is it something where it's like kind of like Lamar Jackson where he needs the run game in order to be successful? Right. I'll just wait till they announce it. I'll just re read you that question. Okay. All right. Three, two, and one. That's a good point there, Kevin, because you're right. Like, you know, you oh, – God damn it. No, it's okay. All right. Third time's a charm. Three, two, and one. The run game is really interesting, Kevin, because, you know, as you see now, the run game is a large part of a lot of successful quarterbacks' game. You see Jalen Hurts and the Eagles having great success uh, with his legs. But also you see Jalen Hurts just gets hurt recently – Colts fans are no stranger to quarterbacks getting dinged up uh, over the course of time. Unfortunately, Andrew Luck, we saw his career end because of all the hits he's taken. How important is the run game for Anthony, Anthony Richards to have success? Is he a guy like Lamar Jackson where he needs it as a 50-50 you know, run pass, or is he someone that runs when it's available, but he can kind of win games more with his arm? Yeah, I think he's shown during the course of the season that he can win games with his arm, but it's always a nice extra. You know, that you, know, you looked at that Utah game week one and that 49-yard run, he had a huge run in the Texas A&M game, too. He's really good going to the outside, uh, you know, when he gets good blocking. And and one thing Florida had this season was a pretty good offensive line. Uh, Osiris Torrance is a guy. And I'm telling you, if uh, if Anthony Richardson is not available in the first round, I think that's a guy the Colts should look at in terms of a right guard. He would be a really nice addition to an offensive line. But they uh, they had a historically good offensive line, and Anthony was able to – run behind it and make big plays here and there. So I think he can, you know, but I do think that he's, he's shown the ability to, you know, obviously uh, get into a, a rhythm and, and make some throws and, and make some big plays with his arm. Um, but obviously the accuracy is something that's uh, going to have to be, uh, you know, uh, something that's on, you know, he's, he's kind of a big play guy in that regard. You know, he can make big plays with his arm, but moving the chains consistently, I think is a little bit of an issue. For Colts fans that have not watched a lot of Florida so far this year, Kevin, what would you kind of comp Anthony Richardson's game to? Is there a quarterback you see in the NFL that Anthony Richardson kind of reminds you of, or maybe if everything goes well, his game could mirror? Yeah, I think a Justin Fields type would be a good comp. Um, you know, maybe Lamar Jackson uh, is the highest upside. Uh, just someone of that nature. I think that he's uh, he's got that, that ability. If, if everything falls into place, all works well. I do think he's a guy that um, you, you would, I think realistically want to have sit a year, just to kind of absorb and learn the game. 
Uh, I don't think he's a guy that you can throw in right away and expect success. Um, so uh, I, I think that there'll be a little bit of a learning curve in the NFL and Anthony's going to have to learn that, but certainly all the physical tools are there. And I think that's why uh, when I was at the swamp every week, there were scouts there and the Colts were there quite a bit too. So I know there's definitely interest from uh, Indianapolis when it comes to Anthony Richardson. When you look at maybe how his pro game projects, I want to throw this name by you. What about Josh Allen? Because you even look at Josh Allen's final year, Wyoming versus Anthony Richardson's, you know, final year at Florida. This, the numbers are honestly, Kevin, kind of staggeringly similar. Look at completion percentage. Anthony Richardson this past year, 54% completion percentage. Josh Allen, his final year, Wyoming, 56%. 16 touchdown passes for Josh Allen, his final year, 17 for Anthony Richardson. Six interceptions for Josh Allen, nine for Anthony Richardson, 127 pass rating for Josh Allen, 131 for Anthony Richardson. What about a guy like Josh Allen? Would you kind of look at him as a similar comp? Yeah, Josh Allen, uh, that would be uh, interesting. That would be a high, high upside there. I don't know if he's going to develop that kind of accuracy in the pros, but he's going to have to get into a pretty good system. And uh, you just – you don't know. I mean, if, if you get into a good system – you know, maybe the fact, too, that you don't have to worry about school um, and, and other outside, you know, uh, things that, uh, you know, maybe he just really hones and he works hard on his game. You know, a, a lot of people that I talk to uh, praise his work ethic. They think he's a really good worker. They think he's a really hard worker. Uh, they don't think that that's really the issue. Um, but, um, you know, I, I think you just got to wonder, you know, confidence wise, is he going to be mentally tough enough on the field between the lines? Uh, to be that kind of competitor, to be that kind of quarterback uh, that you need to be successful in the NFL. Some of that comes with confidence too, you know, and you get in the right system and things go well, uh, then you believe that you can do, uh, you can do anything, you know, and, and I, I, right. think with Anthony, I think that's, I think that's where he has to get to uh, in order to be uh, a guy in the NFL that uh, people are going to remember for years to come. I'm with you because I think that's one of the areas that's overlooked, Kevin, when it comes to, you know, quarterbacks in the, in the draft kind of developing and having success is that everyone assumes, oh, it's a plug and play. No matter what this guy does at, at college, like they'll just be fine in the NFL. And it's like a lot of it is, like you said, coach, circumstance, where you go. Look at a guy like Josh Allen in Buffalo. There was a lot of consistency there, a lot of great talent around him. They only got better, and you saw his progression go as the Bills continue to get better. It's why, like, you know, myself and George have been hammering home on the, on the podcast, like how important – just first of all, the head coach hiring is for the Colts because you're right. Like circumstance situation does mean so much where if you can have the right head coach, you have talent around him, it makes their development so much easier, so much better. We've talked a lot about, you know, uh, Anthony Richardson's, you know, struggles in terms of accuracy. We've seen something enough where Josh Allen has been able to increase his accuracy over the time, over the course of his NFL career. Is that, is that, something where you think he can improve upon it. And when it comes to accuracy, especially or specifically Kevin, is this something where it's short term or, or short uh, passing accuracy, deep ball accuracy? Where is the accuracy um, you think tough or, or that has to be improved the most? I think on the shorter and the intermediate routes, the crossing routes is an area where uh, he kind of, uh, he kind of struggles a little bit. And uh, you know, I think too, it's just, you know, like I said before, he throws a fastball. So even when he does hit his receivers, um, you know, sometimes you have a lot of drops as a result because the ball comes in really hot. Um, so you need to really have a, a bunch of receivers that are going to be on the jugs machines in terms of that and uh, get used to the fact that he, he throws a fastball no matter what. Um, but I do think that, uh, you know, he could learn a little bit of touch on those shorter and immediate throws. You know, they didn't really 
throw to the running backs much, draw a lot of screen passes at Florida. I think that was a big reason why uh, was because of the fact that uh, they knew that he threw kind of a hot ball. They did throw a lot of wide receiver screens in the offense, uh, bubble screens and so forth, but those were kind of those those longer sideline throws. All right, Kevin, to kind of wrap up here, you know, you look at, you know, Anthony Richardson draft, uh, his draft prospect going uh, going forward here. One of the things the Colts do, Hawkeye, especially Chris Ballard, assuming Chris Ballard is going to be the GM, which is a question here, but he does put a lot of emphasis on character. We talked about, you know, mental toughness, which is different. Is there any character issues with Anthony Richardson off the field that maybe could raise some red flags? You know, I don't think so. I mean, I think he had some issues the year before. He had a speeding ticket. You know, 100 miles an hour in a Hummer or whatever uh, that he got. Now, don't forget, these kids get NIL money now. And there were some reports, you know, uh, surfacing that uh, Richardson had as much as a $1 million NIL deal in Florida um, and, you know, car deals and so forth and everything. So for, you know, a 19, 20 year old kid to be throwing that kind of money, uh, that's not the easiest thing to handle. Um, and, right. But, you know, he certainly, uh, you know, he had that speeding ticket and people were up in arms over that. I think, you know, he used to do the backflips and he got hurt doing the backflips once and everything. And, but this was all in 2021. And in 2022, he showed a lot more maturity. He got to the season without any incidents, without any speeding tickets or anything like that. And I always thought in the press conferences, he handled himself in a, a first-class manner. He never snapped or anything when, when things went down. He was, he was very humble, very thoughtful, very conscientious. So I think as a face of a franchise, uh, he would be a guy that uh, I think would, would represent an organization pretty well. And so to finally here, Kevin, a last question for you. So obviously we know he, the upside, right, is the reason why people are raving about him and talking about him being a first-round draft pick. When you look at everything and, you know, the odds of him putting it all together, obviously we know quarterbacks get bumped up the draft floor, but do you think he is a first-round pick? And the Colts pick in the top ten, should they take a risk on him or see more of a guy? If you wait, you think more of a second-round kind of guy, more developmental project, if you will. Well, I think what we'll be interesting is if he goes to the combine, I mean, I think his measurables are going to be off the charts and I think that's going to shoot him up. Um, so, uh, you know, he may be worth the risk as a top 10 based on upside. Um, it takes just one team to fall in love with you. I see him as more of a late first, early second round pick myself. I would, I would probably invest there on him, but uh, you know, you never really know. I mean, it's just going to depend on how the quarterbacks run, how the quarterbacks go in this draft. Um, certainly there are going to be a, uh, a lot of guys in this class, C.J. Stroud, Bryce Young, uh, you know, the former guy at Indiana, Michael Penix, you know, might be up there mm -hmm. too. Um, so uh, who I think is a great thrower. Um, but uh, we'll, we'll, we'll see where Anthony lands. But certainly in terms of a dual threat guy, um, Anthony is probably uh, the best of the bunch coming out. And uh, certainly the NFL, you know, certainly uh, – uh, you know, puts a lot of stock on that in today's game. Uh, you've, you've seen the dual threat guys, Lamar Jackson, Jalen Hurts, seen those guys be successful um, of late. And uh, I think that uh, that's where that's where Anthony can kind of raise the stock. Well, Kevin, really do appreciate the time. It's going to be a lot of, you know, a lot of time between now and the draft, analyzing and going back and forth. So appreciate kind of the early preview. Yeah, it's going to be great. And uh, feel free to keep in touch. I mean, the combine should be pretty interesting. Oh, I absolutely, absolutely will. Kevin Brockway, thanks so much for the time. I appreciate it. Thank you.